Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber. As you can see, Dwaylon is not with us this week. Unfortunately, he is under the weather along with some of his family. So definitely send some good thoughts and prayers his way so they all get better. But joining me is a return guest. That is Mr. Noah Gabriel, born to wrestle, as you can see on my shirt. Those of you on YouTube. And Noah is here, not, you know, to kind of give us catch us up where he's what he's been doing, and also to tell us about what the, an upcoming event, the most, uh, you know, the most want want to be event uh, of the or most the most want to be there event. There we go. The most cannot miss the event. event. The event is so exciting. Steve yes, stumbling <laughs> over his. I word. am. I am. I mean, and it is the event that is represented by the shirt I bought at last year's event that is in it right behind me, the Summer Sizzler, down in Covington, Kentucky, at the Hits Baseball Complex on the 20th of August. Dude, that's going to – I'm looking over this match card. That is going to be just a great, great event. Absolutely. And I, it's, I'm very, very excited for it. Like you said, it's the biggest event of uh, the NWF's calendar year, one of the biggest events. Uh, and it's, it's always a stacked card. It's always a good time. The NWF army comes out in droves. Like you, like you said, you were there last year. It Mm -hmm. hits is hits is if not at capacity, it's pretty darn close. And it's, it's an all day event. And, uh, it's, it's something, man. It's, it's going to be a good time and I'm very, very excited for it. Yeah, because I think I said I saw the doors open at what three forty five, three thirty. Uh, so, so if if you're a VIP ticket holder, you get in earlier than everybody else. You get in at three thirty, and you get treated to two bonus matches that mm. nobody else is going to see. Um, and then at four o'clock, general mission doors open, and then from four to six, all kinds of games and activities happen. Um, I I've heard rumors of what they are, but I don't want to say what they are right now because i don't want to get anybody's hopes up however uh there is a legends meet and greet panel where uh nwf hall of, hall of famers and legends from the past are going to come by say hi autographs take pictures etc um we just named a couple uh the other day uh former nwf heavyweight champion angel is going to be there uh hall of famer and former ceo mr hayes is going to be there uh hall of famer and hardcore icon psycho sam cody is gonna be there um and i'm getting lineup another lineup here soon of more names to announce and it's it's gonna be a really really cool cool experience so um and i'm and i was you can get your tickets at nwfwrestling.com uh or if you want to you can get your general mission only tickets over at discontent in florence kentucky off turfway road but nevertheless, bell time's at six, and I mean you've been to NWF events, you know. Yeah. It starts at six, no, no, no more, no less. Action packed, two, two and a half hours, and it's it's gonna. I, if you've never attended an NWF event or an indie re- wrestling event at in general, I highly recommend you come to this one on August twentieth at Hits at thirty seven eighty five Lake Park Drive. And coming to Kentucky. And I can tell you just if, if it's anything like last year's. Last year I watched my very first cage match in person. You know, oh, that's, I, still, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, that was actually, you know, that was actually that was Big Mama and Nikki Victory. Right. You know, they right. had their cage match. 
And but the fan fest right before that, before all the matches were going on, I mean, you know, the fans could go by, they could talk to the wrestlers. And I want to say at one point they were having the fans cut promos on. I, I want to say it was they were cutting promos on Swayze. Yeah, that sounds about and, right. Yeah, they were, uh, you know, allowed to come up there and do promos like that. And there, I remember all the games are out there. I mean, um, nice. the fans go in prizes. Then there was merch tables. There was more merch tables than normal. Right. And right. in fact, my son and his friend, they split. Um, they bought a New Day. So it looked like the box of Bootios, but it was the actual New Day characters. And his friend already had one of um, one of the characters. You know, and so my son took um, they, they somehow they split them up because his friend already had one or two of them. And so he didn't need the last one, you know, or he didn't need those two. And yeah, so uh, but there's a more merch than normal. I, I mean, it's just a great time. It's a good and time. yeah, and it's not very often you actually get to really hang out and talk with the with the wrestlers. Right. You know, um, I mean, I'm fortunate, you know, doing a podcast. I've talked to quite a few of the Northern Wrestling Federation wrestlers, and it's, you know, it's been such a treat for me. And now for the, for a fan who doesn't have a podcast, this may might be one of the few chances they get to actually, oh, you know, how are you? And 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 talk talk to them. I mean, just in, and I think like you said, they're having a panel of the Hall of Famers. Well, I, right. I've not even caught that part of it. That's going to be amazing. Right, right. And like I said, there's more names still to be announced. Um and i'm not i'm not sure if i'm allowed to say at this time but so but make sure you catch us on like us on facebook and or the wrestling federation because i'm sure they'll they'll be announced the next day or two yeah because uh, i don't i don't want to see the next picture of you being like uh, the handprint of roger across your face right, right. <laughs> oh, I, I get those all the time <laughs> <laughs> just yeah but uh yeah and uh but another thing you probably also gotta realize it's not just the good guys you can interact with it's the bad guys too like you mentioned yeah. with, the, with the promo things with swayze so like this is your opportunity to up close and personal tell you the your favorite bad guy they absolutely suck yeah. and it's so great so you know you can go up to mr destiny and tell him how unattractive he is or you can go up to sinclair and tell him how you know, it's it's not real money if it's crypto, dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you can do all that. Like, you know, or you can go up to Mad Dog David Tyler and tell him how he has fleas. It's all a great time. And definitely go to it. If you can make it, make it. If you can't make it, try to make it anyway. I don't care. Go to it. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic time. And... I want to run over some of these matches. Right. I mean, and for those who may not even be familiar with the NWF, because I'm, I'm discovering we're actually picking up new listeners, mm-hmm. you know, who aren't necessarily from Cincinnati or some who are from the Cincinnati area and they've never been to an event. I can tell you, I'm looking over this list of names and I've seen every single one of these wrestle and I can tell you, they're all good. You I know, every that. single one of them. Um, but I want to go through some of these matches and, you know, one of the ones we were just talking because I wanted to make sure I had them all listed. Um, Christopher Lotus, Riley Matthews against James Cross, formerly known as Jimbo. Some people may still know him as Jimbo. Right. And Savannah Sweet. Right. And Christopher Lotus, I mean, he's a veteran from way back. Right. You know, right. 20, um, 20 plus years. I think this is year 21 for him. It's, it's year, year 20 or 21 for him. Yep. And Riley Matthews, he's been at it for about a year. Well, actually, a little over a year. 
Um, I saw her very first match in the Jake Sweeney parking lot, right. you know, back her and Breezy. Right. And, you know, she has just done so many just amazing things over the past year. You know, all the different places she's wrestled, you know, going up to Canada, going up to Texas to work for Thunder Rosa. She's been to North Carolina wrestling. I mean, she's done a lot. And she won um, the PGWA Rookie of the Year. Right, right. Oh, I almost you know, forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was there when they awarded that to her. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, um, I mean, and when she broke down, I mean, I mean, you knew that was genuine. She had no idea that was coming. No, no, um, she didn't. Of course, I, what? I was. So I was in. So a little quick story about that. I was, I was in the quote unquote gorilla position when, uh, when her match was happening, and I don't remember who had the. I think it was Callie or Cindy had the had the piece of paper. And they were clearing all the because a, a lot of a lot of the roster was there at the all girls show, uh, you know, just at, out of support. And uh, they were cl- trying to clear clear a path. And I was like, "Why are you clearing a path?" Because like, "Well, we're going to do this thing," but Riley doesn't know. I was like, "Well, what is it?" And then they told me. I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." So then, so seeing her, you know, freak out. It was it was, it was a cool moment. It, you know, it was very genuine. I mean, you could tell right. she had, I mean, granted she should have known because she is that good. Right. But at the right. same time, I mean, she's also very humble, you know, right. um, cause she puts the work in, you can tell. Uh, right. and, but she's going, they're going against James Cross and Savannah sweet. Right. And Savannah sweet, who is, um, I, I've only seen her wrestle a few times cause I know she's really, really new, but right. she's also really, she's catching on quick. I uh, yeah, I've I've seen her training at Bone Crushers, and I'm I mean this, she's if I if she hears this, she's never gonna let it down. <laughs> but given that Ella walks out with the title at Sizzler, which we'll get to later, I'm sure. I think Ella had. I think Savannah might have Ella's number. I really do. I'll, I'll tell you what. I mean that I, that would end up being a scrap, no doubt about it. I mean, because and they've wrestled a handful of times, like at like Mount Oreb and I think Ludlow a couple times. But I mean, it's just one of those experiences just caught up with with her, and you know, one of those things. But I, I, man, I'm telling you, I think it's one of those things to where all Savannah needs is just one opportunity, and. It's a matter of when, not if. I'm not saying that the other newer girl like Riley or 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 Jack Stinger ain't in contention because they are, but I don't know, man. There's just something about Savannah Sweet right now that within a year's time, she's she's gonna be something to watch out for. I mean, she just kind of oozes toughness. I don't know what it is. I mean, but you just look at her and think, okay, whoa, whoa, I don't, don't want to okay, mess with it. I don't know about you know. toughness. We don't want to <laughs> inflate her ego too much now. Come okay. Now. I'll, I'll have to slow that. <laughs> um, but, you know, speaking of egos, apparently somebody had a little bit of an ego that they decided they were going to take upon themselves to shave another man's mustache off of him. Right. Mr. Destiny shaved off swingers. And that mustache, I'm sure now, that mustache was epic. <laughs> it, it makes me mad to think that Mr. Destiny, you know, sh- you don't you don't shave a man's mustache. I mean, that's well, yeah, it, you just don't do that. I can't even grow facial hair, and I was mad for him. <laughs> so uh, I, I got enough for both of us right now. I, uh, okay, I appreciate that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, I yeah, I was in Fairfield, and I because I think 
if memory serves me right, that match was right after mine. So I didn't see it when it all happened. So when Swinger came back, and I was like, dude, where's your mustache? And then he told me, I was like, wait, are you serious? Like, you're just going to take that? And then he had that grin on his face. You know that grin went right before he kicks the guy in the butt? Yeah. It was that grin. <laughs> and I was like, you have an idea, don't you? He's like, oh, yes. And then he went up to Commissioner Cat and he went up to Raj and he was like, listen, I want this kid and I want his blood on in, on Sizzler. So here we have a respect match because, you know, uh, these two have been going on and off for a year now. And it's one's got to give, man. Destiny's saying that Swinger doesn't respect him and vice versa. Well. How a respect match works, I believe the rules were just posted on our socials today. No count outs, no submissions, no pinfalls, no anything goes. Only way to win is to have your opponent say in a microphone, I respect you. So imagine beating somebody up so mercilessly that they utter those words. I think we're about to see a different side of Swinger and a Mr. Destiny we're ne we've never seen before. And that one's really going to be interesting to watch. And it could possibly be the show stealer. I can see that, actually, because those guys are very evenly matched, you know, with their styles. And, you know, and of course, Mr. Destiny, you know, I do have to roll my eyes every time I start hearing. Careless whisper. Careless whisper. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you could have at least played the Seether version. <laughs> you know, but I mean, you know what? If he if he's out there looking in the mirror and right, um, right. I'm like, okay, if he thinks he's got it, he thinks he's got it. You know, but but he should still you don't shave a man's mustache, and so right. Um, this could honestly go either way, right? Because now, I mean, he's gonna he may feel the wrath of Swinger, you know. Right. So we'll have to see. You know, he's gonna make the other man um say, "I respect." You know, that, that's a hard on the ego too. It so, is, it is. yeah, especially, uh, especially with the, with you know, you know, both men have egos. You know, re Swinger respectfully, but you know, yeah. But it's yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting one to say the least. Well, I mean, Swinger. I mean, he's announced as your girlfriend's favorite wrestler. I mean, right. You know, right. so there, that's definitely an ego. But I mean, he can back it up, and I actually I know Destiny. He can back it up as well. So right. Uh, that'll be a good match. And here's a match type I've never actually seen in person. A dog collar match. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Beck Reeves and David Tyler. Listen, Beck, I like Beck. Beck and I have teamed a handful of times. I, I, Beck is uh, has the world going for him. But, man, I I think he's bit off more than he can chew with and no pun intended with with this whole david tyler dog collar thing I, the guy's name is the mad dog mm -hmm. and you're in a dog collar match that's like wrestling example that's like wrestling kane in an inferno match or that's like wrestling the Undertaker in a casket match. You know, I'll pass on all those. Exactly. <laughs> nope. Like there's just there's just some wrestlers with some matches you don't do. And Mad and David Tyler in a dog 
collar match is one you don't do. But Beck, God bless him. Like he he thinks he can pull it off. And you know what? I I am full support of him 100%, but if if the slightest chance Beck can pull this off, man, we're not getting the same Beck Reeves coming out of that match as he's going he is going in. Cuz I've been in the ring with David Tyler a handful of times. And that man is going to pummel Beck Reeves into the ground. And when you put a steel chain in his hand, mm. it's and I and I hate giving David so much credit because he he smells awful and he has fleas, but <laughs> it's it's just one of those things to where when I heard that match be announced, I I almost called the nearest funeral home and told him, hey, you're going to have a dead body on August 20th. But then I realized it was against my, my boy, Beck Reeves. I was like, you know what? If there's anybody who can come out of this at least alive, it'll be Reeves. And if anybody wants to know what kind of damage you can inflict on somebody in a dog collar match, just go look up Starcade 83, Roddy Piper, and Greg Valentine. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Uh, recently, yeah. just... just uh, throwing I had it on in the background I it's not a notorious it's not a dog collar match per se but it's it was a bull rope match and you want to talk about JBL and Eddie mm. you know, it's a similar it's a similar type it's not yep. necessarily a, a chain but it's a bull rope yeah and you're a and you're a ta- it, and that's another thing too it's a dog collar match they're not you're a, not they're you're not, not getting attached. away they're not getting away but they're not yeah. also attached by hand they're attached by neck too yep so that's like, and the throat is such a sensitive area. I don't think the average individual knows how sensitive the throat and the neck is. And it's, <sighs> Reeves is fighting an uphill battle, but I believe in him and I'll leave it at that. Um, now the next match that I have listed is not necessarily a gimmick match. But it could be uh, as for the women's title. Ella defending her title against Big Mama, and Ella, her throat—you know—you're talking about throats. Yeah, yeah. Her throat was hurt. Uh, I believe I was there for that one. Was it in Mount Orb a f- couple months ago? Uh, she got attacked in Covington, and that's when they—that's where. Okay, that's where it was. It was in Covington. Yeah. I knew I was there. I knew I saw it, but and. So Ella's throat is hurt, and everybody knows Ella. I mean, she has that scream. Right, right. And if you've never been, like, in the same <laughs> room, especially, like, in Ludlow when she does it, because the sound can't go anywhere in Ludlow. No, no. So, you know, she has that scream. You know, it, just be ready for it, because right. it, it's pretty powerful. But now she can't do that. And, I mean, I think, personally, I think she can hold her own without it, but it's a psychological thing. And Big Mama's not one to back down at all, and yeah. she's going to take full advantage. Right, right. And also, like, uh, I mean, if you watch Ella's matches back, like, that's almost like her secret weapon. Like, once she, once you hear that scream, it's DDT mm-hmm. one, two, three. Like, yeah. it's it's over. Like, I've never seen her hit her DDT and not hear the scream. At least, I, at least in recent memory. I'm sure if I really dig, I might. But it's always scream, DDT, or straight jacket submission, one, two, three. 
or tap out. But it now with that scream compromised, I don't know. And also we've seen before, like Big Mama was scared of that scream. Like she like mm-hmm. like she would hear it. And you know, I think I think Big Mama found the kryptonite and I think we might be seeing a new women's show. I hate, I hate, <laughs> I hate, because I, before I, I was saying good things about David when I didn't want to, and then Big Mama, it's like, I, I hate the odds of all my friends and it sucks. But again, big, uh, or excuse me, Ella's been champ. She's, she's beat Nevaeh. She's mm-hmm. beat uh, uh, Selena Dean. She's beat uh, Big Mama before breezy savannah sweet like the list of her opponents goes on and on and on and on so you know she has a she has a better chance of retaining her 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 title than i than i'm sure the average person might think on paper given the situation but it's again it goes back to the uphill battle but i think i think ella i you know what you know what ella's good i think ella's good i think ella is going to retain i really do it's gonna be the fight of her life uh, yes it, yeah yes you know but it yeah i think she I, I agree with you i think she can retain too and uh then she'll just have to wait for the next challenger whoever that may be whether it be like a riley whether it be a savannah suite like you were mentioning right. before right. uh it could be a breezy it could be a um a jacks right a, you know so uh it, it could be Selena Dean, you never know. Right, right, right. I mean, or the women, some outside woman that we bring in, and big surprise, who knows? Yeah, I mean, the women's roster right now in the NWF is just absolutely stacked. Oh, it's it's untouchable. Like if you yeah. were to go and like just just in the sense, like no other promotion, and now I'm going to go off on this tangent. No other, <laughs> uh, no other wrestling, Cincy wrestling promotion, uh, doesn't can near can barely touch the women's division that we have sure they might have one or two okay female wrestlers but a whole division of them like nah that we are i don't the nwf is so fortunate and it goes to the testament of uh those who have worked so hard behind the scenes to get said division done because I think that's one of those things that separates us aside from being one of the most successful promotions for over 25 years is the fact that we have not only good female wrestlers, but we also have a good female wrestler division mm-hmm. with a strong champion. And is there video any, anywhere we can watch, you know, talking about women's wrestling and it's kind of off. So, somewhat off topic. The video, any any kind of recording of the match between Nikki Victory and Kylie Ray from Revolution Rising, because you want to talk about a match that just had everybody on their feet. Yeah, I mean that's that's NWF wrestling right there. Yeah, you know. So, uh, I mean I, that was. I know there is a DVD of it. Um, I'll I'll let you know who to hook, who to hook up to to get that though okay yeah because that was that that was a just a phenomenal match and yeah and speaking of uh nikki victory and speaking of women's wrestling she's going to be kind of be involved sort of 
you know, as a bystander, but in a match that you're going to be involved in right. at Summer Sizzler, right. with you and Prodigy Kobe Kane mm-hmm. going against the champions, Andrew Reed and Joshua. And Nikki Victory, she unfortunately lost a match where she, the stipulations of the matches she lost, she was going to be Joshua's servant for 120 days. Correct me if I'm wrong. Or was it 180? I think it was 90. Was it 90? 90. Okay, that sounds about right. And I hate seeing Nikki Victory like that because, I mean, I know she is, um, she is a just phenomenal, phenomenal person. And you see how just a, just a great wrestler she is. And, but to see her have to, you know, have servitude thrown on her. That, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just horrible to watch. Um, you know, but that's the end of it is that day. Correct. I mean, it is, it's coming up. It's, it's coming, coming up. up. So if it's not that day, it's going to be real close. Right. Right. And Andrew Reed and Joshua, they've actually been champions now. They've been for a little bit. Uh, New Year's. I think they won them on New Year's. Okay, so, yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. I mean, they've been champions now for a little over eight months or right about eight months. Yeah. And, you know, so uh, obviously I'm pulling for you and Prodigy. I, no, I appreciate just because. it. Um, I appreciate it. Even though I do, I do know they're – that Andrew Reed and Joshua, they they are they're a good team. They've yeah. earned the belts, but everybody's kind of sensing there may be a little bit of tension between the two of them, and it's because yeah. of the whole situation. Yeah. So I was there in July. I mean, obviously, I was there. I was in the match. Hello. Mm-hmm. But uh, when the last Covington event before the match was made, and first off. If you're listening to this, don't lay your hands on a woman. Never, ever do that. But because Josh pushed Nikki to the floor after Nikki was trying to bring awareness to the referee that Josh put his feet on the ropes. I mean, I was the one that got pinned, and I was even telling the ref that. But uh, he wasn't having it. Pushes Nikki. And when that happened, like, Eddie, like, or excuse me, Andrew Reed got in like Joshua's face and was like screaming at him and telling him, hey man, what are you doing? And it was really kind of like, wait a minute. I thought you were on board with this whole servant thing. Like, I I, I get it. Like, you know, tell your boy to calm down because, you know, sometimes enough is enough. But there was something in his eyes where he wasn't 100% on board with this whole servant thing so it was it was it was pretty interesting i mean they've they've proved i guess they're kind of on the same page again because they successfully retained against tnt and mount orb uh they retained against uh juice and joe pro at the pool show we we had in delhi last friday so But again, man, it, it's it's just one of those things where it, you play that moment over and over in your head, and, and you're shocked at a bunch of things. First, Josh Joshua put it pushing Nikki to the floor. Then Andrew Reed pushing or pushing Josh into a buckle. 
And then you're seeing all their interviews on Bust and Loose where Andrew's telling Josh to calm down and focus on the bigger picture, and that is the tag team titles. I mean, I hate to, you know, give up my strategy, but it's it, it's if me and Kobe can, you know, take advantage of those potential cracks in the armor. Because that's the thing. Pr- Prod and I have wrestled these guys. I think this is going to be our third time actually wrestling them, which is kind of wild to think about because, you know, we're in this high profile title match and this is, and we haven't wrestled all that often. Like there's, 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 it feels like a big, big buildup, which, you know, I feel honored to even be a part of a big match like this. And, uh, it's, and I'm really hoping that, uh, you know, I'm hoping for the best. Obviously I hope I walk out tag team champion. Uh, but, and, Almost forget to mention that there's going to be two referees assigned to this match. Yep. I was going to so, mention that. Um, yeah, yeah. So no, no shenanigans are going to be pulled out because you got two pairs of eyes on this. Yeah, it's it's really, really, really going to be interesting. It's it's definitely going to be one to watch or watch out for. And I'm um. You probably, I don't know if you know who the referees are going to be yet or not because, I mean, y'all have, like, quite a few, but I'm just wondering if Beans is going to be one of the referees because... I was going to say, with all, due, <laughs> with all due respect, I kind of hope it's not Beans because <laughs> history has shown when Beans is involved in a match, things happen. And, <laughs> uh, and, but be- and the next, Beans and just and wrestled. Then, he just wrestled his first match. Yeah, too, he though, did. So. And he, he did some moves that looked really familiar. <laughs> oh, bean! Like, everybody, everybody loves beans. Everybody loves beans. I, 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 I mean, Je- that hey man, that's Jesse's thing. Like I, <laughs> Jesse just needs to get his boy sometimes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, um, either before or after this match, we don't know the order yet. But there's also going to be a tag, term tag team turmoil match. Yeah. For the number one contenders for the tag titles, right. teams Joe Pro and Juice, mm-hmm. Sean Evans and and Titan, mm-hmm. Alex Hayden and Chris Demise, and then the Natty Boys, who are Roger's favorite Roger's favorite tag team, the Natty <laughs> Boys. Oh, hey man, they're they're not just Roger Ruffin's favorite tag team; they're my favorite tag too, man. Oh, dude, they get a crowd going. I'll tell you what, I I love I love the Natties, but um. Uh... Yeah, this is this is kind of interesting because it's it, it's number one contenders for the tag titles. The winners do, and so I, this is the one that I'm actually been thinking about more than my actual tag team title match because I've wrestled Joshua and Andrew Reed before. By I mean me, Prodigy, and you know I've talked about you know the cracks in the armor and. You know, I personally feel confident going into this because of all the issues that I mentioned before. So, but, you know, you can call it fantasy. You can call it, you know, what ifs. But it's one of those things to where what if we do walk out with the tag titles? Right. Who would you who, want? Yeah. Who do you yeah. want to face out of this? I mean, yeah. Like who who's going to be standing on the opposite side of the of the ring? From the turmoil 
and I and and I've given it some thought, and there's some teams in there it would be an honor to share the ring with, i.e. the Natty Boys. Right. Um, on the other hand, um, there's a couple teams in mind that either me personally have history with, or me and Prodigy have history with. Negative history, I might add. Right. Um, so it's really, really going to be an interesting situation. Now, and I'm sure Joshua and Andrew Reed are thinking the same thing because, again, we don't know like if the turmoil is going first and then the tag titles or vice versa. So the whole tag division is kind of walking on eggshells and kind of on the edge of their seat. Like we don't know what how the tag division is going to look after Sizzler, and that's something that I think is pretty exciting if you think about it. Yeah, because I feel because I feel like if I'm being brutally honest, and, and this is one of those things that's going to give give me a Raj smack across the face. I feel like the tag division, unfortunately, has felt a little stale earlier this year, you know. But then, as the as spring turned into summer, you started seeing Juice and Joe Pro show up, and they get on the same page, and then Joe Pro doing whatever the hell Joe Pro does. <laughs> I, I can't not yeah, the, put the it psycho like, like I don't yeah. no, it's not just that. It's just you see his matches, and then at some point he's just a demon like enters yeah. his body. And then you have Juice who's always on, you know, level level twelve. And you know, you always have the Natibos who are great, but then you also have Sean Evans and Titan who just recently, you know, formed this alliance and you want to talk about a worst-case scenario for whoever the tag team champions are, that's the team who's the worst-case scenario. Mm. Because I've been in the ring with Sean Evans and Titan in singles and in tags. The day after, I have not felt more sore, more beaten up, more bruised, regardless if it's a win, lose, or draw. Hell, Titan put me on the injured shelf for a couple weeks. You know, sure, uh, Alex Hayden and Demise, they're bruisers in their own right. But I feel like I don't want to say MCE's behind me, because they're not, because they could be in front of me for the tag titles. You never know. But if you were to tell a fan, hey, who's the more dangerous tag team? I'm sure they will tell you it's Evans and Titan. If and I, I had, yeah, if I had to pick out of those four teams who are the most dangerous, it probably would be Evans and Titan. No doubt. And again, and again, it's one of those worst case scenario things where it could be could be the future going forward to the, to the in the tag division. Again, we don't know. It, it goes back to me saying. You know, the, I, I feel like the whole tag division has been put on notice. I feel like we, all the teams have been walking on eggshells, either respectfully or, or you know, because you know it could be me and Prodigy against Juice and Joe Pro, and we like Juice and Joe Pro. They're cool dudes, but you know, if if worse come, if push comes to shove, you know, I want to be tag team champions as much as they do. You it's, know, it's all, it's all business. It's all right, it is. Right, it's all business. Right. We'll beat the crap out of each other, and then I'll buy them beers out at Wings and Rings. That's just how it is. And 
and I hate, you know, hate to say that because I don't, on one hand, I don't want to punch Juice and Joe Prozen in the face, but I will. <laughs> it's, it's much easier to do that with like a, uh, Alex Hayden in Demise than, a <laughs> than again, a Natty Boys or Juice and Joe Pro. So, yeah, it, it's very exciting in the tag team division right now. I'll end it on that. Oh, absolutely. And there's only a couple more matches that we got to talk about. Uh, one of which um, I actually didn't know that the match had already been signed. I knew one opponent. I didn't know the other. That was Pompano Joe. He put up, he put it out there at the last right. Covington event. He said, I've wrestled everybody in the NWF, you know, and I need an opponent. So I'm throwing yeah. an open challenge out. And of course I threw him a couple names. And, right. you know, we were talking before recording and people just tagged all these people left and right on social media that Joe, you know, Joe Pro or Joe Pro Jones, Joe, Papano Joe, <laughs> an open challenge. there's a lot of Joes in a, in a, with, with a lot of P names in there as well. <laughs> Papano Joe has put out this challenge and we want, you know, you need to accept it. So they're throwing out there like, you know, like, like a Pillman Jr. and Moxley. They're from Cincinnati. Right, right. You know, and I get that. You know, I thought about throwing out Buff Bagwell just because he's been on the show before, you know, and I still know how to contact him. But you know, um, but somebody you always got the anniversary. You always you always got the anniversary. I always got the anniversary. <laughs> you know, that that could always happen. Uh, but you said there was somebody who did step up. His right. name is Amos. Amos. Yes. So tell us he about is. Amos. Amos, the 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 prophet of pain, the pop master himself. Um if if you're not uh, if you're not from Cincinnati, this may not mean a whole lot to you. But if you are from Cincinnati and from and are familiar with how the wrestling scene is around this around this area, you know how big of a deal this match is. Amos has never stepped foot inside an NWF ring before, but he's stepped in other rings around the other places, winning championships in other places in the surrounding areas before but not an NWF. And for the first time, he gets to make his NWF debut on the grandest stage that we can offer to hundreds and hundreds of NWF fans, and they get to see what Amos can bring to the table. And who knows? We could see Amos beat Pompano Joe. Imagine what that would mean. Like... Mm. It's not every day you see Pompano Joe lose. I was going to say, I could probably count the number of times with one hand and still have fingers left over the number of times I've actually seen him lose. Every time he's in a match, he wins. He finds a way to win. Yeah, and it, and it goes back to what he said. You know, he he, he has, like, he's wrestled me. He's wrestled uh, uh, Nasty Russ. He's wrestled uh, all kinds of people several times over. And He's beat them all. Yeah. I mean, you have to go outside the NWF. But what Amos did, which I can see where he's coming from, but I would have done a little differently. And he said it in his promo on Bust and Loose, which I'll go ahead and plug, by the way. Bust and Loose is our weekly recap show on Facebook every Sunday night at 8 p.m. You're welcome, Raj. And he said that you don't, he wasn't going to wait for his name to show up on a list. He was going to go out and take it by the throat. 
and he attacked Pompano Joe from behind, and he made it a little bit more personal than what it should have been. So now we have an interesting situation, and we could have had this great classic mono e mono matchup between a quote-unquote outsider versus this NWF, you know, homegrown veteran, legend, future Hall of Famer, etc., and it's it's gonna it's 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 definitely gonna be one. I, I mentioned earlier that the respect match might have the potential to be match of the year, but I also I will keep my eyes on this one too. Oh yeah, definitely a a, a must see match, and especially because we get kind of a crosstown rivalry going. Um, yeah. And saying crosstown rivalry in Cincinnati actually does mean something, not just for Xavier and Cincinnati. You know, the universities, but crosstown rival when it comes to the so wrestling, I mean, actually means a lot. Those go way, way back, you know, because we've actually talked about this before. But the main event, and I will always assume that the the heavyweight title will will always be the main event in any card and any card, but cards have change. Right. This is this is for the Northern Wrestling Federation heavyweight title. Uh the champion, Hollywood Adam Swayze is defending his title in a triple threat match against former champion Rex mm-hmm. and Star Rider. Mm-hmm. And I've seen part of how this came about. You know, Star Rider and Rex, I mean, they're they're kind of friends, but at the same time, Rex, every time he, he was trying to help Star Rider, he ended up costing matches, you know, inadvertently. Right. Just from what I saw. And so Star Rider kind of got a little upset at that. Understandably. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, but so now they're all three men are involved in the matches. And uh this is man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm just now I'm thinking about the possibilities that this match could go with because I know all three of these guys are gonna all three of these guys are capable of just putting on some great matches and you get together. Oh, I think it'll yeah. be amazing. Yeah, and you know, a little caveat is, you know, people, I think our people are looking over is that Gideon Weinstein, Swayze's agent, is banned from the building. That's what I was about to ask. Uh, Gideon Weinstein is, it's um, because he all of a sudden reappeared after being gone for a while. Right, right. And, he came back with the Rumble and helped Swayze win the title. Yep. And, and with uh, the with the kind of a, a not very nice, he, he hit Rex in a not very nice spot. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that's the best best family friendly yeah, you're way right, to put it. you're right you're right <laughs> you're absolutely right um and you know and i think a lot of people are wanting to see swayze just get beat just because um it's, it's swayze you it's swayze no yeah, yeah i mean uh i mean i can't take it in anything away from the man's talent but man sometimes just running at the mouth and at the mouth and and you know, of course, him and Rex used to be partners. They were tag team champions. And longest reigning tag champs, right? Long, yep, longest reigning tag team champs. And last year at the Summer Sizzler, correct for all, wasn't that when Rex, he beat... Um, he beat Josh. Josh, thank you. I forgot who we beat for the title. Because <laughs> uh, I remember, I mean, the crowd just went nuts. Yeah. And then, of course, Swayze walks out, golden ticket. Right demands Rex lay down for him and Rex laid down, but then kicked out of two. 
and put Swayze down, you know, pinned him. So that's that was the end of that team. Right. You know, it's no more Hollywood blondes. Nope. Um, you know, so we know about the animosity there. We know about Star Rider is really, really wanting that title. And Star Rider, I mean, he's you know, just a fantastic wrestler. So uh, if anybody can win the title, it could be Star Rider. Right. Uh, and he feels like Swayze has the title, but Rex has kind of been standing in his way. Right. You know, because he keeps, you know, saying like he's trying to help him, but instead he's not. And so so now he's it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great fight. That's about, right. about the only way you can put it. Right, and right. I, and you know, people forget like Ryder's been feuding with Swayze ever since, you know, the tri-state ch- title days. Oh like, yeah. Ryder, yeah, Ryder <laughs> beat Swayze for the tri-state title and then Swayze won it back and then and then they got to the tag division and then Ryder beat him for the tag titles and then it's Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's right. They did. Yeah. It was him and Lotus. Yeah. So it's they it's all and then uh this year in Thunderdome, we thought, okay, it's you know, another chapter, but it's with the heavyweight title. We almost saw Ryder, you know, get get that again, but you know, things happen and there's just so much history with all three of these guys and i just mentioned like it goes some of it goes back two three years so it's there's so much emotional um there's just so much emotion invested excuse me in this match that every every nwf fan or any wrestling fan in general are going to have their eyes glued to this match. There's, you know, there, people say, you know, well, what's your definition of a main event? And the answer is always subjective. You know, whether it's right. the match that made the most money. It's the match that got their loudest reaction. It's the match that went on last, yada, yada, yada. I believe this is, this main event is one of the best main events that NWF, Commissioner Cat, Roger Ruffin, whatever you want to take credit for, I think this is one of the best main events, not only in fan, fat, fan fest slash summer sizzler history, but it's one of the best main events in NWF history because you have all of those subjective answers that I mentioned before in this main event. You have, you know, you have the, the reason why all three of these guys are in this match. You have the fact that this is the match that a lot of people are buying their tickets to see. You have the fact that this has the potential to be match the night slash show stealer, et cetera. And the list goes on and on and on. And, you know, we, and we mentioned all the, all the matches beforehand and those matches could even potentially be main events of Mm -hmm. of Fairfields and Mount Orbs and Covington's and even bone crushers and stuff. But it's, it's such a stacked card from top to bottom, but, you know, the main event, you know, the metaphor has always been the main event's always that cherry on top. And it's it's one big ass beautiful cherry, I'll say that. <laughs> and yeah, it's every, all the, I, I'm I can assure you all the wrestlers, regardless of of feelings or animosities that every wrestler has with one of these men have every single wrestler is gonna be watching backstage. Every single fan mm-hmm. is going to be watching. The building owner is going to be watching. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be a match people will never forget years to come. 
and I think the NWF Army is going to be out full force. Right. And and not just these eight matches too, but there's also going to be what two bonus matches for VIP. people who paid the V. So I mean, and me just knowing the roster, I know the bonus matches are also going to be top notch. Yes. You know, I don't even have to have to know who's in them, and I know they're going to be great. Right. You know, because I've seen a lot of NWF wrestling now. I mean, you know that you see me, you see me at a lot of the events. So, um, yeah, yeah. You know, but I wouldn't keep going to them if it wasn't great. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, that makes sense. You no, know, no, um, yeah. You, you're. Why would you waste your money on bad wrestling? No, I get right. it. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, and you definitely go. I mean, and you already know it's going to be good, and then you put it on an event of this magnitude. This whole card is just going to be great, top to bottom. Right. And, you know, um, I'm looking forward to it. Everybody else who's listening, hopefully they should be also looking forward to it. Uh, it's just going to be a great time. I think if they haven't bought their tickets, what are they doing? Right. I mean, um, and, and in Covington hits, it's a huge place as far, you know, I've um, just kind of compare that to like Ludlow. Ludlow, you know, it's very tight spaces. It's a fun place, you know, because the energy level. But it's something about it hits because it's such a wide open area. You can have a lot of people and you can walk around and you can kind of, you know, there's uh, a lot more access to things. But, yeah, I know last year some scissor was great. This one is, it looks like it's also going to be great as well. It may even top last year. If that, I mean, that says something. Right, right. You know, so. But, uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Dwaylon, even though he couldn't be here, he did want me to ask you a question. I meant to ask it when we were talking about your match. Which do you prefer? Which do you prefer, singles or tag matches? Mm -hmm. Gosh, that. So my first instinct is to tell you tag matches. Mostly because you're not as you're not as tired because <laughs> you have somebody <laughs> because you're not yeah but at the same time tag matches there's so many moving pieces like not only do you have to worry about the guy in the ring you also got to worry about the guy on the other side of the ring right and uh, here lately um, I've been finding I've been I've been finding out I've been kind of finding my stride in tag matches. Um, kind of more outside information like not only am i in a in a successful tag team or i like to say successful but you know summer sizzler hasn't happened yet so i you know but me i like to say i like to think me and prod make a good team uh because and i could list all kinds of things but i think i think the over overarching reason why we make such a good team is because i think we complement each other's weaknesses okay um, and you know, like he, you know, he's, he's prodigy. He's just a freak athlete. He's such a natural and, you know, he, he can do a lot more flips than I can, but you know, I, 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 it, but I like to, I like to talk a lot. I like to, you know, I, I like the mic. I like the mic time prodigy on the other hand, he likes to talk in the ring and that's perfectly fine. So, and that's just one example. There's multitude of reasons, but you know, back to, uh, I also find that I'm in a other successful tag team at, at another place. And that's been picking up steam. 
And then uh, just lately, you know, uh, Rogers sent me and another person to be a tag team for somebody else because Rogers like they need a tag team and Prod- Prodigy is not available, but I'm sending you with somebody else. And it, it was I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I guess I'm the tag team guy now, which which is cool because, you know, Wildcat Criteras, who is one of my mentors and coaches and my commissioner, for God's sakes, he people say he's a tag team guy and very successful one at that. So but on the same on, on the same breath, you know, I also appreciate singles matches, too, because, you know, I it's a, it's a lot less to worry about. You know, I don't have to worry about another dude in, on on the apron. I can just worry about my opponent. Unless you're wrestling like somebody of MCE, then you have 20 guys outside the ring. <laughs> but that's another story for another day. Uh, but overall, it's just you and another guy. But I, I guess now that I'm kind of, my thoughts are kind of being more vocalized, I guess I would have to say tag matches. Because again, here recently, I've, I've found out I've, I, I'm finding my success in tag matches. Whereas before, you know, I, w- I was kind of, well, I'd say struggling, but I feel like I was, I was such in a limbo, especially after the whole MCE debacle, which I'm still upset about. But again, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> and I, I felt like I was just kind of in a, in a limbo. And then Prodigy and I started teaming up again. Because that that's another thing too. Like we've always been teaming. It's just we've been teaming on and off, but we've always teamed. And then after the whole Sinclair thing, and then we found out he was kind of in, in limbo. So I went to Cat. I was like, why don't you just put me and him together? You know, because we team well and we complement each other on so many things. Like he has a weakness of this, but I, that's my strength and vice versa. So why don't you just put us together? And, you know, it took a while, but eventually he gave us a shot and that shot got us a tag team title opportunity. So in that regard, I'm very fortunate that he even would consider putting us together. But yeah, so but thank you, Joylan, for your question. And I hope you feel better, bud. Oh yeah, Joylan's definitely messed on the show because, uh, you know, because and you, you've listened to our show um, right. Even when we're not interviewing people, I mean, and and it's always good to talk about his his knowledge of wrestling is just amazing. I mean, he is like a rest, a walking wrestling encyclopedia. You know, got to go to SummerSlam that dirty dog. He did, and I mean, I don't know if you saw some of the pictures he took. I mean, you know, because um, because you know, we reviewed it. You know, of course, it's weird because he reviewed it being a fan that was there watching, so he didn't even right. hear the commentary. And I'm, you know, watched it right before we reviewed it just because I was traveling over the past couple of weeks. And, right. you know, so I actually didn't get it. I didn't get to watch it until we got back. I had to watch it like in the hours right before we recorded. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, so we, it was, so we, we watched the same show, but we watched different shows, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, so. And that's, and that's always been so interesting to me. Like, you know, it, like sports in general, like going to a football game, is so different than watching one on TV. Yeah. Um, baseball, same way. You know, now granted, baseball is one of the ones I'd rather be there watching it live. Right, right. You know, I love watching baseball live. You know, and actually wrestling, I mean, I can I can do either one, you know, 
Um, to me, just, it depends on the promotion. Exactly. You know, um, well, WWE, apparently, they're they're their stuff is starting to get better. I'm not going to say the reason why their stuff is starting to get better, but there's reasons why their stuff is all of a sudden starting to get better. That, that Gee, was... uh, <laughs> so, I wonder what you mean. Uh... Uh, yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, they're, they're you know, we, we'll, we'll cover some of those subjects on other episodes. <laughs> We've been kind of covering a little bit, but it's just like one thing after another, after another, after another. Um, it's it, definitely keeping us in business. I mean, I'll, you know, <laughs> play like that. It gives us something to talk about. It definitely get, I mean, we, we're never at a shortage, you know, because every once in a while we go, man, I can't think of anything, <laughs> you know, because then all of a sudden, bam, bam, bam. It's like, what do you mean the Wall Street Journal were the ones who broke this story? <laughs> I mean, that, that to me is like, okay, that's saying something, you know, because they go wrestling, ew. I'm like, yeah, what, you know? Yeah. But if anybody would like to, you know, send a, your thoughts out to Dwaylon. It's going to get better. You can always find him on his Twitter at fat underscore daddy 73. That's his Twitter. You can also email the show at armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast, Instagram at armchairbooking, TikTok at also at armchairbookingpodcast, Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on YouTube. You, you know that already if you're if you're yeah. watching it and you see Noah there over there laughing, trying not to pee himself because he's well, laughing. No, so no, because it was it was the gas. <laughs> <laughs> you just going. And you're like, <laughs> like, like I don't know how much Japanese wrestling you watch, but it reminded me of the Kenta Kabashi spot where he's just chopping people and then he stops, catches his breath, and then just keeps going. That's uh, what it reminded me of. But you can find us on just about any audio platform you can think of i mean if we're not there let one of us know and i will do what we can to get ourselves added you can find our merch yeah we have merch you know about our merch because oh, you were right. my shirt when, yeah you know about our I merch did. i did yeah that was I, dude that was so i'm still thinking about that i was like he's wearing my shirt yes yes and of course at, of course slash yeah, user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast you can also find Joylan's other social media accounts at Big and Fat. That's both on YouTube and TikTok. That's where he and his his family they they kind of have their own non wrestling social media thing. And I also I'm, I'm pretty sure you knew this. I also have another podcast I do that's the not wrestling related. One? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. At uh, the Cubicle Chat. So that Twitter's yeah. at, at Cubicle underscore Chat. That is a way for me to talk about other things besides wrestling, because just like you, I know you have a lot of other stuff that you do besides wrestling. You know, so it's uh, made me to kind of point. It feels like that's all I do. Well, yeah, right now, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, because I mean, I, I can, I can talk about a myriad of things. And so I, I get to know, at work right now. Some people know me. I, I'm, oh, that, that's the wrestling podcast guy. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but you know, so, <laughs> I mean, and obviously, I love that. Is my the the first priority? Obviously, is armchair right. booking. You know, because that's when I started, but I'm also working on building the Southern as well. And I'm helping somebody else start their, start their own podcast. You know, also not a wrestling one, but awesome. uh, but speaking of social media, Mr. Gabriel, how do people find you on all the socials? All right, I'm gonna try to do this in one breath and try not to take it. <gasps> <Come on. gasps> all right, all right, don't get blown up there, Ultimate Warrior. Come on. <laughs> Distrucity. Uh <laughs> All right, you can follow, you can like Noah Gabriel on Facebook at Noah Gabriel. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Twitter, it's at underscore Noah Gabriel. On Instagram, it's at official Noah Gabriel. I'm sorry, they're two different things, but, you know, official Noah Gabriel is too much for Twitter, apparently. And then you can follow the Northern Wrestling Federation, like them on Facebook, 
Follow them on Twitter at NWF Wrestling. Follow them on Instagram at NWF underscore wrestling. Also follow the Future Stars division, which is our developmental division for the NWF. Like the Facebook group, Northern Wrestling Federation Future Stars Army. Also follow them on Instagram and Twitter, both at Future Stars NWF. Did you get it all in one breath? That's, that's it. I know it was it, like I think I snuck a small one, but oh. like it <laughs> wasn't got... a big kibashi. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> um, but that was also me, you know, being a smoker for the better part of 29 years, too. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so, I <laughs> uh right now it's just me being okay. I'll be 49 at the end of this month. So right now I'm like, okay, I'm going. I was like, okay, I'm done. Oh. So um, Man, I'll be I'll well, be 23 in a couple weeks. So, uh, dude, you were so young. You were you were born right at not just a few months after my wife and I got married. Yeah, yeah, because we hit 23 years this past May. So uh, I'll, I'll throw him under the bus. I don't care. So AJ, uh, who's one of the uh, announcers, which I don't remember if we mentioned, but he's also the special guest referee for the James Cross and Savannah and Lotus and Riley tag match because. Really? Jay- yeah, he's a special really? guest referee. Yeah, that that'll be interesting. Yeah, anyway. yeah, special guest referee because him and Cross have been getting in each other's face lately because AJ likes to run his mouth like me. That's why we're friends. <laughs> but, but anyway, AJ, AJ has the good hair though. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He does. Anyway. Anyway. Uh. Oh yeah. So he he's younger than me. And he likes, for some reason, he thinks that's like a big flex. I don't know why, but <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, when I was born, uh, WCW and ECW were just bought out one month ago. And it's like, dude, like, no one cares. <laughs> like, Wow. No- <laughs> okay, maybe you do. <laughs> just a little bit. Cause, uh, like- um, wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not- okay, but then again... My favorite, my favorite wrestler back in the day. In fact, I have his action figure right here. This was my favorite wrestler back in the day. Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant. Um, He's a former NWF champion. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, the NWF he was in was the um, the NWF that was actually not in Cincinnati. It was actually located no, it was, it, no, it was like our like Roger put our heavyweight championship on him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I did know that. That's right. That's yeah. right. I, yeah, because I, I watched um, before I interviewed Roger. I watched. Um, I'm still the man. The documentary. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I did see that, and I was like marking out because Boogie Woogie was my favorite wrestler back in the day. He just turned eighty a few a few days ago. Oh yeah, yeah. And I guess he's actually still out there wrestling. But but yeah, but that's uh, how far I go back. I mean, was Boogie Woogie? Hey, he man. was. If Bushwhacker Luke can still wrestle, man, still do. Yeah. Well, Bushwhacker, but I must say, because they're about the same age, right? Uh, probably. Or, um, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. But I mean, that there's there's some, there some other conversations that we need to bring you on to let you, you know, a young man talking old school wrestling. Um, and by the way, my daughter, you're talking about young and wrestling. My daughter is the exact age of the WWE. She was born the day that it, two. Oh wow! Yeah, it, she was actually born that day. You know that it actually became WWE. So she's never known a world with the WWF. Oh, neither, neither have I. But well, yeah, I but still, like, but, yeah, like I, I don't know what it's like to experience. You know, flipping back between Raw and Nitro, 
or maybe adjusting your antenna to maybe get ECW. Like I, I never, ex- <laughs> I never, like it, I get a lot of that like old school like stuff because a uh, little personal life. Like I would during the summers I go over to my grandma's. My grandma would still had a lot of that technology and still I don't want to say lived, but still has some of those practices. So like I. I still know how to rewind a VCR. I still know like, you know, all these things that, you know, 23 year olds, uh, then was like nine, 10, 11 year olds didn't know, but, and I, and I probably will never need to know that, but it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, that's kind of cool that I know that. No records, records have come back. We're yeah. kind of going full circle cassettes. They will, they will, they will, you know, regular music cassettes and yeah, yeah. cassettes, they'll all make their, their way back in there too. But yeah, but in the meantime, we do need to go ahead and wrap this up. So do you have any last words for anybody? Uh, hopefully by the time I come on, I'll be tag team champ, man. There you go. And you know, if you get them belts, let me know. And we will, we'll have you and we need to get you and prodigy back on as well. You know, as tag team champ, Pro- I have not Pro- prodigy ever been on. no, um, well, his other ha- his other half has been on, but he hasn't. Well, his other you know, his other half's a little psycho, a so. little bit, yeah. <laughs> but um, but no, but yeah. He, so like, I, I, like I said, he, he doesn't talk a whole lot. He does a lot of I, talking I, in the ring. I kind of gathered that, yeah. He doesn't really talk a lot. Of, there was a few others that I've had on. Of course, I mean, you know, your buddy. The last time we had you on actually was a a duel. Yeah. Thing you and your buddy, he's been on one of the. But say people say I'm bad. That he never shuts up. <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, so go out, check out the Summer Sizzler, August twentieth. Hits down in Covington. Go see Noah and Prodigy, Andrew Reed, Joshua for the NWF Tag Team Titles. Two referees. It'll be a great match, and there's going to be just a great time. So go out, check it out. Thank you, Noah, for coming on. Certainly appreciate you know you taking taking your time to come out and come on because I know you're also sore because you had training tonight. So it's fine. Swinger, yeah. Swinger only beat me up a little bit tonight. Well, there he goes. You know he had Swinger kick him in the butt a couple times. Yeah, because that's what Swinger does. You ever seen a Swinger match? You know I don't even know the name of that move, but somehow he gets their hands <laughs> tied up there and you know and then he just you know he's lining up with a punt and bam and just kicks him right in the butt. There's a line that I use on commentary when he does that. It's there's only one way out of this Gordian knot, and then <laughs> the Gordian knot. There we go. Yeah. Uh, and but yeah, definitely go check it out. Be a good time. But thank you once again, Noah, for coming on. We're thank gonna you. have to have you on again, man. All right. Absolutely. All right, now God bless.